When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. In the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Hey, you held him to 20 points, man. Give us a chance at the end. I got three words for you. You like that? Uh, you know what? I'll bet you the way the Vikings felt after the week one throttling of Green Bay. You know, it's a different locker room in a lot of ways than it was three years ago. That's that's the that's the peak of the Kirk Cousins era there, the 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 postseason win against the Saints and the locker room going crazy and the you like that. Mm-hmm. The win against the Packers is probably the best that they've felt as a team since that win, I would say. Breath of fresh air coach. Yeah. yeah. You know, Cousins with a great game. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I will say this. What we are seeing now and it has to translate to wins, to be very clear. But what we are seeing now, and I went to the uh, the access on Wednesday or on uh, Thursday. This is the most genuine Kirk Cousins being Kirk we have seen in the building. Like, I think Kirk outside is, is himself. But I'm just saying, with his teammates in the building, his comfort now, he is, he is actually... We, we are now getting a glimpse of him being quirky, but it's fun, and it never it's felt like, it's fun. Like they're they're like making forced. his quirkiness. They're making it cool. It's it's, yeah. it's And this is yeah. This is this is leadership. This is and I when I say leadership, I mean the like the coaching side of the leadership. Gotcha. And, and by the way, this is a feedback Friday here. We should mention where we turn the entire episode into just answering your questions via the Score North app, via uh, Twitter, YouTube, and the show is presented by our friends. Over at TCL, redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed and an AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system football. Football. (laughs) Ultra-realistic and true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision. Booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. Before I finish my point, because I have a thought on this, uh, once again, all week long, people have just been pouring in, pun intended, their photos of the before I die can of Surly, the tall boy that helped the Vikings win their opener. I got a dude. I got a note from uh, I think his name is Tim. Uh, he's a he's a pilot, mm-hmm. and yep, Tim and him and his friends were at the game. He's he's not even doesn't even live in Minnesota, but made the trip, and uh, they were all posing. It was like a, one of those like catalog photos you would see with a bunch of a bunch of beautiful people holding their before I die cans. Awesome, of beer. it's great, awesome. And, and I, I got a note from a guy on Twitter last night that said, I found a four pack and, and it's going to be on ice and it's going to be chilled for the big game 
Monday night. And I thought to myself, you know what? Promo. This is where Sports Dad comes in. Because what Sports Dad says is, okay, that's great. It's Thursday, though, right? So we got Friday, Saturday college, Sunday pro. And you don't want to touch these until Monday. So what do you do? Well, that's right. Sports Dad's here to tell you right now. This is a furious weekend, folks. This is a furious weekend. So so you hold on to those before I dies for the big game. And while you're enjoying college football on Saturday or National Football League games on Sunday, Surly Furious is there for you. You see, Surly has an answer for every day of the week. Damn straight. So I think what's evident... And maybe this is just not. I'll just speak for myself. I don't want to. I don't want to drag Judd's negative opinions. You can speak for your own negative opinions, but thank you. My two biggest criticisms of Kirk Cousins in the four plus years he's been the starting quarterback, and we and we talked about one of them yesterday in depth on the Thursday episode, how he fails to handle pressure, not like Monday Night Football pressure, which he has failed at that oftentimes in his career, but like actual pressure that you're going to deal with in a game. We dissected that yesterday. My other criticism has been just his his quirkiness as a leader, and sometimes I think his uh, distancing himself from ownership of the team as a leader. It's never – people sometimes mistake, you think he's a bad guy or a bad this. It's like, no, I, I actually think he's a great guy in a lot of ways. Kyler Murray is a toxic leader because he's just constantly bringing the mood down. He's constantly like – he's dropping – swear words in press conferences dude you're the leader of this team be a little bit more mature be an adult Kirk Cousins is the ultimate adult like the guy wears like Cole's button-up shirts to his press conferences you know Patagonia so, apparently was it Patagonia, Patagonia? yeah okay he went on Dan Patrick and he asked his, his uh, wife lays out his clothes before every game <laughs> I try to, you know what that's a great idea I you love know, for your for your thing. wife to lay out clothes yeah. or yes. for you to start wearing Patagonia. No Patagonia, no, 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 no. For Dawn to actually <laughs> choose my clothes, I would avoid a lot of problems. Why? Did, how long does it take you in the morning to pick out that surly it, T-shirt you're wearing? It, it doesn't. But the problem is, minutes? the problem is, I don't, I don't necessarily <laughs> dress as well as some probably would like. Okay. People were noticing your uh, your like early two thousands, late nineties belt on your on your love shorts at the tailgate. Yeah, I, that was the first. The kind of like the like the, the like the braided yes. belt. Yeah, which yeah, I used to have like five of those too. It's right here. This love you just have the pants. <laughs> this belt's going nowhere. I got everything around. Those pants me. are just within arm's reach. Yeah, of they're right, right here. I chose you before. I got my hamper right here. I don't use drawers. I use a hamper. Isn't yeah, this see? your office? Yeah, your hamper's my in your office. And, yeah. I get dressed okay. in here. This is my room. <laughs> I love it. This is where I operate from. It's amazing. I'm 15. And so I don't think it's it's never been that he's a toxic guy or right. that you know he's a bad human or anything. It's been it's more about the responsibility and ownership that you need. You just you, dude, Peyton Manning was on a volume podcast this last week. I think it was last week, like last Monday, and he was being asked about. It's kind of like being the CEO of the team, right, as a quarterback. And Peyton Manning said, yes, you you don't just get paid to work here. You get paid to make an impact on everyone else, to help, to know what everyone else is doing and uh, to go above and beyond and take, you know, take what you say at the podium very seriously. And you and you you own things, even if they're not yours, you own things. You you deflect praise and you shoulder blame and responsibility, right? And I have felt that he has lacked in those areas, not not toxic, not that his teammates hate him, but that he lacks in some of those areas. And 
Kevin O'Connell seems to be making it cool to be Kirk inside the building. He's he's like freed Kirk. Kirk, you don't have to be a different person, but just, you know, just it's okay. You can go go up and lead the way that you're going to lead. And I love that clip that surfaced across the Internet this last week where he sits down next to Justin Jefferson. He's like slapping him on the back and stuff. And it's kind of a rah-rah moment. And, yeah, like, that's great. He should feel like and he should want to take ownership of this thing as the highest profile player. He should lean into that more. And I think Kevin O'Connell is, it looks like he's getting him more into that mindset than certainly than Mike Zimmer did. Mike Zimmer didn't really want that. (laughs) And I think Kirk just being comfortable at all, like period, he's comfortable now. I think Kirk's quirkiness works if he's comfortable to do it. The, The thing is, and this is what's weird. As far as Kirk's personality goes, We've never really been wrong, but the problem is he was always suppressed. And so, and and unlike a guy like Peyton, who would be like, I ain't going to be suppressed by my coach. Yes. Like the coach can go. Yes. Um, but I'm going to be Peyton. Kirk gets suppressed. And so he just sort of turns inward. And, and the best way I could describe the years 2018 to 2021 with Kirk is uncomfortable. Kirk was never comfortable being himself because he felt judged. Um, which is not the attribute I want in a quarterback. But, Phil, to your point now, yes, Kevin O'Connell is doing exactly what we talked about, which is he is providing sort of the empowerment and on game days somewhat the brain, and this is not a bad thing, to what Kirk does. Yes. And and, and Kirk does, because when Kirk sat down in, in the clip that you're discussing, uh, and he talked about this post game on Sunday by Justin, what he was saying was, man, you do a unbelievable job finishing like you catch the ball but you get yak and touchdowns and that's huge Justin Jefferson knows that like that's not a that's not a like oh my god you know what Kirk you're right but that's who Kirk is and that's fine that's fine but it's not but so far and it's one game and one training camp but so far O'Connell is getting Kirk to be Kirk and it's sort of for lack of a better term, it's sort of endearing to see now because the quirkiness is fun because it's not being stifled and judged. Yeah, and that and you nailed it just like at the beginning of of your point there that I and maybe this is unfair unfair of me. I hold him to a really high standard because I hold the team to a high standard and in a salary cap league, your contract kind of marks the bar for what you need to be value-wise and if you're one of the three highest paid players to the salary cap I need you to live up to that or the rest of the team is going to have to carry that weight, which I have felt at times has been the case. And a lot of great quarterbacks will sort of rise above any, you know, what's the word you use? Suppression, right? Yeah. I mean, they I mean Bill, Bill Belichick is one of the most suppressive coaches in the history of the National Football League. And Tom Brady was able to match, just kind of rise up, gain respect, match wits, get in the room with Bill, who's a defensive-minded, crusty guy. And like, like Tom Brady wasn't just going to be put in a corner at age 23 or at age 28 or 33. And a lot of the top quarterbacks that make the most money, they are just as powerful in terms of presence and leadership as whoever the coach is. And Kirk almost needs permission from the coach to mm-hmm. unlock that area of his leadership and personality. And I have criticized him for that, and I stand by that. But now that he has a coach that is clearly unlocking it, you might see another level here. And it's great. 
Um, actually, this next comment here, so actually this is the first comment because we just blabbed for 10 minutes, but now we turn the show over to you guys here on this Feedback Friday. You can always hit us up through the Score North app and uh, Twitter and YouTube comments. So this is from Southern Exile is the name of uh, this emailer. I like that alias. And he says, Mackie, you at times have dabbled in the psychology of Captain Kirk, and I love it. As a certified Enneagram coach, are you guys familiar with Enneagram? No. So it's a, essentially it's a personality and leadership test that you take, and it, and it puts you in like a category of what oh, style, yeah. right? Yes. There's a few yes, different yes, things yes, like yes, this. Yes, yes. And so he is a certified Enneagram coach. I'd love to throw a potential take on Cousins' Enneatype and why he might lead the way that he does. It's sheer reckless speculation, but I see signs that our quarterback could be an Ennea 6, category 6, let me share a few observations. Sixes historically dodge and mistrust the spotlight. They don't like or want the spotlight. They mistrust praise and often feel it reeks of flattery. Okay. okay. Sixes long for safety and security. A strong supporting cast, a coach who believes in them, and a unified team would be sweet nectar to a six. The Zim culture was the antithesis of what a six needs and wants to thrive. Mm-hmm. Sixes rely on an authority or strong system to give them a sense of peace. Sixes flourish as number two or three on a blame chart. Having another figure that can potentially absorb the blame gives them the latitude and the peace to execute their role. In other words, they rely on a stronger external system or authority because they struggle with doubting their own inner strength. If their system and authority doesn't support them, they struggle. I like it. Dude, this is. That's a grand slam. There's a couple more here. In general, sixes have anxiety about what could go wrong. But many sixes demonstrate courage by showing up despite their concerns. They are jittery and hyper aware. They are teeth clenchers, but they are also resilient, loyal, and tough to crush. Dude, this is Kirk to a T. Yeah, there's some there's some Judd in here, too, I can see. The what could go wrong. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Well, you have to be prepared for that every day. Yeah, one of my favorite books is uh, I don't I don't I don't like Bob Knight in general, but he wrote a book called The Power of Negative Thinking, which isn't about just thinking negatively about everything. It's about preparing for what could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, that person might cut me off in the four way. Always assume what might what, what might go wrong. Uh, and then vocal and improvisational leadership is not the forte of a six, but they are tough to match regarding preparedness and grittiness. They lead by example. They don't mind being an underdog, and they love to prove bullies wrong. Summary, sixes make for great leaders, but they aren't always going to show the traits that produce unflinching confidence with fans and sometimes fellow players and teammates. Huge fan of the show from Birmingham. Um, love that. Yeah, awesome. That's, I love it. That's a, that's a spot-on assessment of Kirk. Right down to, right, right down to, to the rocks, what, going in or out of the... Uh... Of the tube tube. each day and the weird meat he cooks that's like really strange looking. Yes, that's a that's an absolute perfect description of Kirk. Um, And I would say that 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 a six is not what you're necessarily trying to find in a quarterback. But I suppose if you can get the infrastructure exactly right, it's not it's not as as a a big problem as it's been the last two to four years. I think with a with a with this with everything that he just explained. If yep. you would lay all that out and then say, okay, would you want that guy on your team as your quarterback? I would say yes with some caveats. Yeah. I love the preparedness, the grittiness. I love I love everything about this description, but I need to make sure the coach is right. 
needs yeah. to be a supportive figure that can kind of get up there and take blame. And then what did Kevin O'Connell do after they beat the brakes off the Packers? He went up there and said, I need to be better next week. There was a bunch of things that we didn't do right. He's like the shield for blame. Mike Zimmer, how often in eight years did you ever hear Mike Zimmer go up there after a game, a big loss, and just totally take the bullet or even a win and say, you know what, we won that game, yeah. but, man, I as a coach need to be better. Very rarely. It always felt yes. like he was blaming other things or just and it was always pissed defense. at the media. But, like, yeah. he, he never once said, you know what, I called for 18 consecutive runs. Might have been a bad idea. You never yeah. got that from Mike. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that's great stuff. Okay, Travis Paget here via the Score North app. I've watched your guys' shows religiously since the start of last season. Some things I agree with, some things I don't, but I do like how honest you all are about your opinions. I would like to hear Judd say he was wrong at least around week five or week six this season about Kirk Cousins because he's going to go on a tear. Do you promise to apologize publicly in week five or week six? No, that's too early. That's too early. Kirk's had great months before, you guys. Kirk's had great months. Yeah, let's not. Look, if Kirk Kirk, Kirk Kirk starts. Kirk Vember. If yeah. Kirk starts to win big games, and, and we almost have to let this entire thing play out because Kirk's had great months and Kirk is good. Kirk, our arguments with Kirk have been as a leader and as and from a mental standpoint. So, like, I feel like this needs to play out, and I'll tell you why too. So, I, I was giving this some deep thought of late as, as well. You know what? The last two years were a disaster. Like they were just a disaster. Vikings, Kirk, the whole thing. It didn't work. But you know what? And this is where you, I think you have to look back to Kirk's first two years here and really now judge by that 2018 and 19, how much things have potentially changed potentially no. in 2022. Think back, you guys, there is no reason on God's green earth. This team didn't win in 2018. Like 2020 was starting to go real mm-hmm. bad and 2021, she went bad. So I get all that. Okay. But when you plug in a quarterback with that defense, a good and and I know that he didn't have the full backing. I understand that, okay? But you would have thought that it almost would have could have just been plugged in for a year and been successful and make the playoffs at least, right? Exactly, perhaps not a Super Bowl or or a playoff win, get back to the conference title game. Mm -hmm. So look, I hope because it benefits our show, it's more fun, everything. I hope this team makes an incredible run. But that being said, I also need to see it play out. And we do need to see Kirk play an extended time with expectations. Here, here's another thought, too, or, or, or a question, I guess. Are, are, are some of these people like, like Travis, and we've, we've gotten similar notes, too, that, hey, you're going to have to admit that you were wrong about Cousins. Well, the criticisms that you and I have levied the last handful of years, I believe, have been largely correct about him. We've never said he's, we've always maintained he's one of the 15, 13, 14, 15 best quarterbacks in the world, but here are the things that prevent his teams from being better than 500. These need to change, or he needs to not make that much money so that you can build your roster, right? Like, we've talked about that ad nauseum. To me, those things are all correct. If another coach comes in, and, you know, teammates around Kirk are better because of system or whatever, and and he elevates because of these things. It doesn't make the last four years wrong. Right. Maybe you could say, well, but like a lot of us were saying, he just needs a better leader and a better coach to unlock him. And yeah, well, maybe he's getting that this season. But then to me, if I'm paying a guy that much money to come in here 
take over, like you said, a ready-made team in 2018 and continue to make that much money for four years, I, I can't just keep going back to, well, I mean, you know, he, you know, he needs permission to do this, permission to do that. So to me, it's kind of two things. All of the criticisms have been valid. He has a chance with the new setup here to write a new chapter. Right. And I hope he writes that new chapter. Well, and what's the one thing that that, that expertise view of Kirk's personality said? One thing was he loves to overcome obstacles and odds underdog, right? Well, there were a lot of questions. Can O'Connell unlock Kirk? Like, they, they went into that Packers game. Um, well, I felt that they would win that game. There were a lot of questions about what can O'Connell do for Kirk. Kirk loves to then show you, which, by the way, is fine. But that's but my very point is this. Let's see how it goes when it, and, and it's going there already one week in, when it morphs to, oh, okay, they are set. They're going to win games. Kirk's going to play really well. That's what I want to see. I want to see the snowball start to go downhill with the pressure expanding, which could be great fun. But that's what I need to see Kirk have success with, because that's where that personality type can often start to like clench up a little bit and, and be like, oh, oh, now I'm expected to do this. Can you do do that then? That's where the Mannings and Bradys absolutely have thrived. Yeah. Uh, you clench up when it comes to having to do like electrical things in your home. So oh, I you, do. I do, absolutely. Very but, difficult. But you know what? Sports Dad is smart enough to say, you know, Sports sports Dad, Sports Mom, we need some help here. And that, that, that's where our friends, Cody and his crew from Finch Home Solutions, come in because there's a lot of, of do-it-yourself things that can be done. I get all that, okay? But home electrical repairs is not one. Call our friends. Again, Finch Home Solutions, they can take care of everything from faulty outlets to flickering lights to installing or repairing electrical panels. And right now, Finch is offering a free home safety inspection to all Purple Daily fans. Yes, that's right, free. So if you're like on the fence and you're like, ah, you know what, we got some problems here, but I'm not sure. And I don't want to pay a, a huge freight. I said it free. It's this simple, 612-357-2604, finchhomesolutions.com, finchhomesolutions.com. Don't do it by yourself. Let the experts at Finch do it for you. Uh, I'll tell you what. Prize picks has been. Uh, some people are sending me screenshots of of their prize picks uh, wins from last weekend. So it's a really easy way to play daily fantasy. You pick between two and five players and an over under on their projections, and you can win up to ten times on any entry. Multi sport entries as well. So if you're if you're feeling good about I don't know uh, whoever in the Twins lineup, Carlos Correa has been on a tear the last month. Hammer the over, right? And then maybe hammer the over on Adam Thielen because Justin Jefferson is going to get more attention on Monday. You can run these mixed sports entries. It's a, it's a blast. It's a great way to play Daily Fantasy. And you can help us out if you download the Prize Picks app by using the promo code NORTH, and they'll match your deposit up to $100. Promo code NORTH, Prize Picks app, and prizepicks.com. Also, a shout-out to our friends over at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They've been helping business owners for over 100 years. They're based in Owatonna. They are one of us. They are like having a great offensive line for your business, providing risk management, protection, looking out on the horizon at things that uh, might ding your business in the future. Find out more at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. Okay. Feedback Friday continues here on Purple Daily. 
This is from Cody Johnson. You guys should talk about the athletic article about Jerry Sullivan, Justin Jefferson's sensei, if you will. It was really interesting, and I think more people need to hear about it. So, yeah, here is a snippet of this article from The Athletic. I'm just going to read it to you guys. It's very interesting. So Justin Jefferson has worked for years with Jerry Sullivan. I believe Jerry Sullivan was at LSU, so these guys have known each other for a while. If you say Sullivan's name to Larry Fitzgerald, Isaac Bruce, Anquan Bolden, Herman Moore, and others, four amazing wide receivers, They'll nod their heads convincingly about how the now 78-year-old who coached wide receivers in the NFL for three decades, one high-level Division I coach called Sullivan the greatest of all time of wide receiver coaching. Wow. Another called him Sensei. Sullivan's coaching did not include many drills, to the point that even head coach Bill Arnsparger, who hired him at LSU, asked Sullivan why his players focused so intently on running routes. Quote, when you see guys who run good, smooth routes with good technique, it's so much easier for them to catch the ball, Sullivan said. So much easier for them to separate, and you don't have to be the fastest guy in the world if you're a great route runner. And the article touches on just how silky smooth Justin Jefferson has become mm-hmm. at running routes. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think, you know, we do, we've done these Randy Moss comparisons because, you know, J.J.'s been chasing Moss records. Jerry Rice is almost the – it's crazy to comp anyone to Jerry Rice because he's the greatest receiver of all time, but Rice wasn't a burner. You know, he wasn't like a – he played at a small college. He was just a diligent worker who ran the best routes of any receiver in that era. He wasn't going to burn you down the sidelines necessarily, but he was. He, but his smooth route running created yep. separation in a, in a system that had a lot of different innovative uh, routes and – passing concepts. So I, I almost feel like as crazy as it sounds, Jerry Rice might be a better comp for Justin Jefferson's peak than Randy Moss. And think about the last two guys. So so the last two Vikings first round picks at this position who have failed. Big time. Cordero Patterson, Laquan Treadwell. What's the why in both cases? Not because they couldn't catch the football. It's because they couldn't run routes. Mm-hmm. So So he's exactly right. Like this is the most, I don't think this is going to sound crazy, and it doesn't uh, preclude you from being an athlete and being a threat. But I don't think if you can't run an exact, precise route, most quarterbacks have a ton of use for you in a traditional receiver position. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Like Cordero has has uh, exploded with the Falcons, but that is as a running back and a receiver and sort of a gimmick guy. And you can ha- have him do different things, which is great. But imagine from day one, if Cordell Patterson, who had phenomenal ability, phenomenal. Imagine if he had come in here and been able to run precise routes. I'm not saying Treadwell would would have been good, but if he had, but for all the time that that guy spent catching passes from the jugs machine, which he spent hours doing, if he had dedicated that to the art of being in the right place at the right time. I guarantee you he's almost certainly still here. He might not be great, but he's still here. And so it's a credit to Jefferson, who is probably just flat out phenomenally talented, that he has dedicated so much time to doing, I I would guess becoming a really good route runner is not super fun. Like like catching passes is probably fun. Like there's a lot of football-y football things that are probably fun. 
I don't know that dedicating yourself to the craft of running precise routes is fun, but it's probably next to just catching the damn football, probably the most important thing a young receiver can do. Yeah. Uh, MJ3511 via YouTube says, whenever this old guy is talking, I feel like he's always against the Vikings. He is not for this show. I am. Wow. Old guy. See, I thought with my weight loss, I thought I'd look you look a lot younger than you did. I thought I would look yeah, younger and and they like can, still they can still tell they can still be tell negative old negative am, guy. Am I supposed to be for the the Vikings if the Vikings aren't no, playing well? Because like no no no, he says you're for, well well he says you're not for the show. I see. Be, he's always against the Vikings. No, you are for Vikings excellence. If the Vikings right. aren't living up to it, then you know some lessons have to be taught. I've celebrated this week, right? Successful game against Green Bay. I picked him to win. I've celebrated. We've all celebrated. Ty Cox, via literally every YouTube video that we've posted this week, has cut and nice job, Ty Cox, cutting and pasting the same message on multiple YouTube videos to try and uh, get your point across. He says, Purple Daily wanted a regime change badly because they thought that meant getting rid of Harrison Smith, Adam Thielen, and, of course, the most important player on the team, that lives rent-free in their minds, Captain Kirk Cousins. Speaking of rent-free, I want to give Ty Cox, we should name Ty Cox to the Purple Daily Leadership Cabinet. I think he racks up the most hate-listening and hate-watching hours of anyone who consumes Purple Daily. So can we can we name Ty Cox the chief hater hate-watching officer? Of course yeah, we there can. we go. The chief hate-watching officer, Ty, Ty welcome to the Purple Daily Leadership Cabinet. We invite voices of dissent so that we can come to the right conclusions. Appreciate how, how that. Does, how does Ty Cox spell his name? Uh, T-Y-E, uh, the last name? I'm just curious. I'm C-O-X, curious. you dirty old man. I'm curious if this is a real if this is a real name. That's all. That's that. and, and Ty. One one quick thing though. Let's be very clear. Kirk Cousins played great on Sunday. He's very important. I get all that. Justin Jefferson's the most important player. Well, here's the rest of, of the comment here, just to be fair. Yep. He says, now that the regime change brings the coaching and support that actually makes a huge difference, Judd and Phil are scrambling to retract or explain away their subversive methodology. Let's clear something up here, Ty <laughs> and others. We were sick of mediocrity long before many of you, when the Vikings were even like, when the Vikings were in the playoffs in 2019 and they got smoked, was it the 49ers that smoked them yes. in 2019? Embarrassing. We were saying this happens all the time. This is not acceptable anymore. We are sick of 9-10 wins and smoked on the road in the playoffs. And so we have been calling for a regime change for quite some time. And we were right. We got what we wanted. So let's clear that up for a second. Where I will agree with Ty, so Ty is saying, but you guys wanted the next step, which is mm-hmm. you wanted them to nuke the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd go further. I actually thought they would just hit the reset button and then build something new with a new regime. And they decided, no, we actually we, we can probably take this collection and make some moves and win some games. And to this point, it looks like they're right. And that's why I admitted earlier this week, as a noble man, that I was wrong about the Vikings and their uh, and their choice to to run it back, so to speak. So. So it's one game. That's all I have to say. It's only one game, but it looks like it is one game. But it look it looks very different. All of this. Looks oh, it feels, feels very, very different. different. But I'm just saying it's one game. Let's let's. I I am trying to save Ty Cox from Ty Cox's self. Don't get <laughs> don't get over your skis, Ty. We need you on the board. 
The I'm CEO needs you. The chief needs watching you. officer, uh, Ty Cox. All right, you are officially Phil needs entered. your support. Thank you. Uh, okay, let's keep going here. Chris Colossa says, hey, guys, I've been a Vikings fan for my entire 46 years on Earth. I found your show after the regular season. Have not missed a show yet since. Thank my you. son and I will be making the pilgrimage to Minnesota for the Jets game this year. I've never been and truly can't wait to be among my people and enjoy a surly. Anyway, love the show. Phil, I'm sorry to hear your dad's having some health issues. Uh, thank you for that. Chris, I will send some positive vibes from the Garden State. Be well, men. It feels like there's a lot of people, listeners of the show, that are making their first pilgrimage to U.S. Bank Stadium this year. Yeah. Because it's, it's fun again. Cool. Yeah. I was in the uh, the D.C. airport on Sunday, and there was a bunch of people going to the game uh, from the D.C. area and Packers gear and Vikings gear um, that were also saying that they were making their first trip to U.S. Bank Stadium. The pilot was also from Wisconsin. He had a Go Pack Go message before takeoff. I did not appreciate that. I did not sign No wonder up for you that. got sick. It was Packers um, fans. Yeah, honestly, it probably it's was. It's COVID um, from traveling. Packers fans. Who they were don't smoking bathe. And you know? no. <laughs> They're unkept. They smell. Uh, Colin O'Keefe via Twitter says... Could we get a deep dive on Purple Daily sometime into the background of the soundboard and different intros and voices you guys use for Write That Down and other segments? I just started listening about four months ago. So, well, Declan's at home right now, so he doesn't have the full setup because he's he's uh, COVID quarantined. But ordinarily, we both have multiple pages of just sounders. Mm-hmm. The Rock knows how you feel about pie. If you smell football. You know. So I don't know how far back you want us to go, but this all of this originated as a radio show on 1500 ESPN. Judd and I start, Judd and I did a four-hour radio show together on 1500 ESPN Twin Cities starting in the day after the Super Bowl in 2014. Right. And then the three or four years before that, we both had different co-hosts. Patrick Royce and I did a show for four years, and Judd and a bazillion other co-hosts did shows together. Uh, so all of it started with... Just collecting like radio sounders and things to play for bits and segments. We had a ton at one point. We had a ton yeah. on five different pages for five yeah. different things. It was uh, it's not not as fun. It, it's cool stuff. I like it, but like the organization of and like the four hour radio programming of it makes it a charade sometimes. You're trying to find the right thing. Yeah, so we're just we're taking some of our radio roots and yeah. we are bringing them to podcast and YouTube. Speculation. So I don't know, I, I have a. I have a screen with buttons. Declan ordinarily has a screen with buttons. Judd was banished by a previous program director yeah, I, from, I'm not allowed near from touching the buttons. In fact, I just <laughs> learned something myself I didn't know anything about. That's a great question. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you have other questions about, like, origins of the show or anything, you know, we're, we, we like answering questions like that. Uh, Clarence Burt says, been a Vikings fan since birth. Adrian Peterson was my first love as a Vikings fan and part of the love-hate relationship that has thus been developing over the past 15 years. I love when Brett came over to the dark side. I was brokenhearted in 2017. Uh, I was not a Case Keenum fan and have been ridiculed by my family and friends for criticizing our beloved team. None of them understand that I'm criticizing because I want them to win a Super Bowl. That is the goal every year. It wasn't until I found you guys last offseason that I knew I found my true family. Welcome in, Clarence. You're a made man. Now you can never leave the family. Uh, family. It's like the firm. Ever again. It is. Join the board. He should join Join the cabinet. We'll get him in. I, I, I have an update on the cabinet here in a second, too. Oh, not good. not like last week's update. 
Not we, 20 minutes of updates? We're working on some infrastructure with the Purple Daily Leadership Cabinet. Love it. Uh, Clarence continues, I, for example, have been calling for Zimmer and Spielman's job since after the 2017 NFC Championship game loss. It's wow. a little extreme, but I like it. I appreciate you guys so much that my girlfriend and I joined Livia as a means to support you and better ourselves like jugs. I lost the 10 pounds <laughs> I was supposed to lose in two weeks. She's currently at 20 pounds lost. And uh, and I love your show. Awesome. Everything it stands for. Let's get a Super Bowl before Judd croaks on us. That's all very true. It's all very Dude, true. The amount of people that have been telling their Livia stories from, cool. from the listening audience in the past week is pretty impressive, Judd. It indeed is. And guess what? Right now, right now we got a deal too. So, so like if you're, if you're hearing these stories and I've got some, I'm down 40 pounds, keeping that weight off. Our friend, Chris Ron, who works in our sales department, he's down almost 10 pounds. My wife, Dawn, she's All down right. 16 pounds. You'll never have uh, this. Justin joined us on write that down Wednesday and he's down what? 60 pounds or so. Like all of these stories, all of these stories, if you are trying or want to lose weight, they give you an idea of exactly how much weight that you can drop. It's as simple as can be. And right now, the deal, eight weeks free. That's right. Your first eight weeks, you can drop as much weight as you want. Again, it's as simple as possible. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. Join the growing PD community, which is getting skinnier by the day, thanks to our friends at Livia. Love it. Love it. Also, before we get into a Purple Daily Leadership Cabinet update here, uh, a shout out to Fall Golf, man. The best. Fall Golf is the absolute best. Oh, God. It was, it was 65 degrees a day when I woke up, took the pup out real quick, and uh, it makes me wish I could be on the golf course this week. And you should book your tee time at the Meadows at Mystic Lake. You can book your tee time at golfthemeadows.com to learn more. Yeah, we still have plenty of time for golf season. And in fact, if we uh, still can, uh, there's no snow on the ground, hopefully we can be golfing through the month of October. So book your tee time now at the Meadows at Mystic Lake. Go to golfthemeadows.com to book your tee time now. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Here's the Purple Daily Leadership. We're going to add a few more here this week, but the, the, the CEO is going to be honest. We don't have the infrastructure for the volume of resumes that are flowing in, and we, we, and, and we want to hire all of you. But we, we had a meeting earlier this week, the CEO and some of the, uh, the tech people here behind the scenes at Purple Daily and Score North. And we are creating a system for you to officially submit a resume to be part of the Purple Daily and Vikings Twitter leadership cabinet. So we are working diligently on that behind the scenes. Yep. For now, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put resume collecting on pause for a minute. You can keep sending them in. We're, you know, we, we're gonna. I guess I'd love to read more and 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 see uh, you know potential candidates who might be out there. But uh, we are working on something fun on scorenorth.com that will be a little bit more official. So stay tuned for that as we build the Purple Daily Leadership Cabinet. I do want to mention a few here, though. We are adding a handful for sure here, including the vice president of shirtless patio takes, Ross Brendel, producer of Before We Die. Can I object to that one? No. No, this is is an inclusive cabinet here. Don't worry. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. It's its own cabinet. You're fine. You don't have to sit next to him on the patio while he's shirtless. Thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, a secretary of the interior offensive line, Thor Nystrom, host of Before We Die with Jess Spears. Of course. Brand the secretary of Vikings history, Ted Glover, noted Vikings oh, yeah. Twitter personality. Ted, our buddy. It's a good one. And the chief frustration officer, Mike Conlin. Welcome all of them to the Vikings right. Twitter and Purple Daily Leadership Cabinet. Also, I want to read this one here. Because we're adding, we're going to add one more for sure, and then we will, and then we will have a better system for this going forward. Uh, Shauna Marie Barron, she is applying for the president of Women Vikings fans. Okay, oh, yeah. awesome. being a past president of my association and being appointed by the governor uh, to two state boards, I feel I have the leadership ability. I'm also commissioner of two fantasy football leagues, which is probably the hardest thing. To You're shooing. People are yeah. pains in the ass. I see a succession plan here. Whoa. Being along for what for me for the CEO? I'm just yeah, saying. I was there. No, might be a vote of no confidence the next board. Meeting. You're dragging your feet. She's gonna come yeah. in here and get all these people in. Yep. Uh, being a long-suffering fan since 1973 has given me the endurance to be strong through the ebbs and flows of football. I'm a loyal fan and listener of Purple Daily every day. This show, this show brings joy to my life every single day. Thank you. That's an amazing compliment. Thank you. Every time I discover a new Vikings fan here in the New England area, I tell them about the show and tell them to subscribe. Uh, my goal is to add more women to your subscriber list. Go girl power. On a side note, Justin Jefferson is better than Randy Moss, she says. And so, Shauna Marie Barron, congratulations. You are the new president Love of that. women Vikings fans. Very nice. A Purple Daily. The job is yours. I love unless, that. Unless you're, unless you're gunning for the CEO job, in which case there might be some behind-the-scenes political issues here. Mm. I don't know the CEO would see it coming. Yeah, this is uh, oh, you'd my... be, you just be ousted one day? Well, for, I mean, you'd still the, be in the uh... cabinet, but, I mean, you know, she, she sounds like she's far more qualified than you, Phil. I, for all these succession uh, fans on HBO, you're like, yeah, I'm a little worried that, that Phil Mackey here might be throwing a Kendall Roy and might be just uh, trying to trying to dethrone <laughs> the business and start his own thing and throw the entire family of Purple Daily under the well, bus somehow. Don't I, forget, I'm a little worried. Dex, don't forget, he was elected by Vikings Twitter as a whole. So, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't just him. Yeah. Vikings well, the, Twitter... Well, the board, the the board, the board, well, the, board that repre- right. the board that represents yeah. Vikings Twitter elected but, me. Correct. But what yeah. I'm saying is, you you went up against some staunch opposition. I'd win the popular vote too. Trust me. Okay. Uh-huh. That's right. Okay. Just... All right. <laughs> Stop okay. that steal. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we uh, we got more Vikings related feedback over on Mackie and Judd too here. So we're gonna we're gonna make our way over there. And if you haven't checked out our other daily podcast where we talk Vikings and other Minnesota sports, you can do that. And don't forget Vikings Vent Line. The most fan-friendly, interactive show in all of Minnesota sports, maybe the world, goes live right after Monday Night Football this week. You can find us uh, blabbing about the game and turning the show over to you guys. And you helped it become one of the top 10 most listened to Purple Daily or Ventline episodes in the two and a half years since we went podcast YouTube exclusive. So thank you, guys. It's funny because most of the top shows are just people like complaining about, rightfully so, Cooper Cup beating the Vikings or something. Uh, it's Cooper like a vent session. A uh, Cooper Rush, whatever. Oh, Cooper also Cup Cooper beat Cup, him too. though, in, in a way, yeah. <laughs> a few weeks later. Yep. Um, so thank you guys for uh, for blasting that week one vent line to the moon. We'll see you guys tomorrow on Purple Daily.